Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week 13. It's not done yet. Jake and I are recording a bit early just because of schedules. So it's actually in the middle of the Wolves-Huddersfield game. We were excited because we thought, oh, well, we'll watch the game. We both want that Wolves clean sheet. And then Moy decided to ruin that for both of us. So we're trying not to be in a bad mood about it, but uh, I do hate my life now. Jake, how are you, buddy? Uh, I was doing better until Moy banged that, that cross in. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'm doing well. Good week. Um, you know, took a trip to San Diego. That was fun. So I'm in a good mood. Why were you, why'd you go to San Diego? Just for fun? <laughs> just for fun. Yeah. I have no family out here. So we figured why not just go to San Diego? So I have a feeling your family wouldn't even want to see you if you like called them and said you wanted to come. Yeah, probably. They'd be like, oh, we're busy. Probably. That's what would most likely happen. Right. Which is fair. And I don't blame them for that either. You know? Yeah. No, I don't blame them either. No one loves you. Yeah, I mean, maybe my pets do. I don't know. Do you have the dog with you right now? Uh, No, she left me. No, I was kind of hoping she'd be on the pod. Yeah, no, she left. So yeah. She doesn't okay. love me either. Okay, well, yeah, that's fair. Let's uh, let's get into it a little bit. I mean, um, pretty solid game week for both of us. I mean, we still have this game to finish out, and then we have the match tomorrow. Uh, but, I mean, it's looking like we're probably going to be in green arrows for both of us, right? Yeah, I mean, I think because we have Wolves players and I guess unless Jimenez goes off and scores a hat trick, I'll probably be doing pretty well this week. Uh, It feels like Sterling just carried my team and I got the captain choice correct, which is the way it goes sometimes. Um, And that was a big decision. And I, I, I mean, kudos to us for picking him because it wasn't an easy captain choice this week. Uh, but I think ultimately we just decided that Manchester City is just better than everyone else. Uh, Pep's a really good manager and the rest of the Premier League will be very boring most likely. So Yeah, I think you, so I was trying to decide between Salah and Sterling going into the game weekend. You texted me, uh, you know, we were both kind of trying to figure it out. And I thought that your logic was like simple, but it was really good. And it was just that City have just been playing way better than Liverpool. And we've talked about that, I think last week and the week before we talked a little bit about how Liverpool have kind of become like a team that gets up by a goal or two and then just tries to kill games out with possession. And maybe they aren't necessarily like pushing for, for more goals. Whereas city has been a lot more fluid, have been a lot more aggressive in trying to score goals. And Pep's even said that he thinks that they're really starting to buzz now. Yeah. So I think, I mean, the move I made besides that was disappointing. I brought in Richarlison. I was debating him or Martial. Um, I just thought, you know, Richarlison playing so far advanced against Cardiff, who's given up, I'm pretty sure it was 2.24 goals away from home a game. Um, I thought for sure Richarlison was going to at least get a goal. And I took him out for Mane to free funds, and Mane gets an assist. Richarlison gets me nothing except a clean sheet. So that was disappointing. Yeah, that's definitely a downer. Um, well, let's pause. We'll talk about our teams a little bit more in a minute. Um, I just thought we'd talk about a couple bigger topic questions like with this game week. And this is an interesting game week because there's a huge gap in scores. And by that, I mean we have um, we've had like in the last few game weeks, like 
if you were scored close to the average, your overall rank didn't change like a ton. Um, I'm going to jump the gun a little bit and share just some numbers here. So it looks like the average total points right now, this is mid-game during Wolves-Huddersfield, but the average total points is 46, and the top uh, 1K average is only 44. So it's showing that there's like there's a huge kind of variety of scores that are going around, especially on Twitter as well. Like if you look, there's people that had like absolute terrible car crash of weeks here. I mean like like 20 points from all their players. And there are guys that were ranked like in the top 15K or top 20K. Now there's also people that absolutely flew. Uh, you and I were two of those people that had pretty solid game weeks. Uh, I think it's going to lead to a huge shakeup in overall ranking. Yeah, it's gonna gonna cause a shakeup, and also it's interesting to see what the fallout is. Um, like what managers are gonna do. I feel like you know no one's probably ever come across this data because it would be very time consuming. But like overall hits taken uh, or amount of transferred made after like one k weeks where they score that low yeah. or like below the average i i'm just very curious um but it makes sense sterling's only owned by about 10 percent uh sane's half of that so those are the two big goal scorers this week so yeah yeah i have seen a little bit of that data um i'm not sure where but i have seen a little bit of data like on hits taken and things like that um if anyone knows where to find that you should send it over to us i've just stumbled across it on twitter but anyways it's gonna change things up a lot so uh for those that are like frustrated with how their year is going so far i mean there are still weeks in the bag right now that uh that can really change overall ranks so i think it brings us into another really important topic to talk about and that's this idea of like chasing points um you're notorious for this jake just hits on hits on hits chicks on chicks on chicks you know doing drugs chasing points what's yeah i mean what's the problem with that yeah yeah you get excited the problem is i don't i mean you always come back to the averages one one of the problems but also I feel like teams adjust based on the last week. So when a player does very well, you know, the next team is going to be like, we're not going to let that one guy beat us or score a goal and create a lot of problems. So that's part of the problem. Um, Also, you just have to be very careful. Like, I think we've done a good job at being like, well, Sterling's the real deal. We need to get him into our team more. We're like, if you looked at underlying stats for a lot of these other players and we talked about it, they're not fantastic, so they're not going to return for you every week. And by that, I mean guys like Martial, Richarlison. Um, so although it's disappointing both those guys blanked this week, um, it's it's reasonable because we know they're not as good as Salah, Sterling, uh, players like that. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just like the way you kind of have to you have to live with it. It's goofy. There were a lot of arguments on Twitter over the international break about Martial uh, and about how... You know, his his XG stats aren't great, and people were mad that people were calling that out and saying, you know, his expected goals aren't great. Um, and other people were saying, well, he scored, you know, six goals or whatever, seven goals in the last five or six game weeks. Uh, why would you not pick him? You're stupid. People are arguing all about it. Um, you know, it's interesting with him because his, his XG is pretty low, which means the chances that he is getting are not of super high quality. But then some of his other stats, if you look at, like, touches in the box shots in the box they're pretty good uh so 
you know, I, I think that first off, two two topics there. First off, um, you know, XG isn't the end all be all, even though we cite it a lot uh, in our podcast because I think it's a it's a great indicator of kind of where players are at. But of course, you have to combine that with other stats. And then the other half of that is, you know. It, if you're chasing points with a guy that's like 7 million and you're switching between 7 million players, it's super lateral. And we've talked about that all year. Stop moving, making lateral moves and expecting to somehow get on top of the points. Yeah, no, that's, that's the key thing. Um, you know, you, you have to decide like who your main guys are going to be. Cause those are the guys you're going to be captaining every week what key defenders you want. Do you want like this year, do you want a high scoring or not high scoring, but a high priced forward like Aguero um, or Lacazette or not? Do you want to go bottom? And, and the more times you're making these lateral moves, the harder it is to make a real change with your team and, and maybe make, um, make up ground because you're doing all these lateral moves that from week to week, it's just gonna, you're going to go up a little, you're going to go down a little. Yeah. So, Okay, so that's like kind of the more serious things that we thought we should cover. Just some some strategy ideas to keep in mind, like going forward here. Uh, you know, it's just going to be insane these next you know four or five weeks here with a number of uh, a high number of game weeks, a lot of fixture congestion, a lot of rotation. Uh, so it's just going to be crazy. So so you know, don't don't get too caught up if you have one down game week or. On the other hand, don't get too overconfident if you have one really good game week. And then the other thing is don't chase points. Stop making lateral moves. Address problems on your team instead. Uh, and I think that you'll just find that you'll be a lot happier and that you'll f- you'll find that you'll have more consistent scores in FPL. I feel like this is like a Surgeon General warning like for like a smoking ad right now. How are you making that connection? In any way. <laughs> what does that I even no mean? Idea. Explain. Go ahead. Let's see if you can explain that one for our listeners. Go ahead. No, it's like we're like giving out like just a broad generalized statement, like making lateral moves and chasing points is bad for your health. It's bad for your <laughs> FPL team health. It's, ba- it's probably bad for your heart. Like actually, can you imagine like the stress levels that FPL causes? Yeah, that's fair. I'm probably going to die at least five years sooner because of FPL. Yeah. But that's, I'm okay. That sacrifice is going to be made. So. We should probably, like, look. I bet you the National Institute of Health has, like, done some reviewed studies on fantasy sports. We should look into yeah. it. <laughs> we should. That's that's uh, our study for next week. Have you, have you ever, like, honestly, serious question. FPL, how many game weeks do you think in the last two seasons, this year and last year, have you had that you've actually walked away and been like super happy with the game week? Like you felt good about the whole thing? Probably like two. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Two or three. Yeah. So uh, Most of the time I'm just pissed. Like, like I hate my life. I want to smash my computer. And I question why I even have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I mean, when Aaron Moy scoring on your your double Wolves defense five minutes into the game, you're like, what the what the hell am I doing right now? But uh, these damn Australians. Yeah. So I found this wonderful. I sent it to FPL Sexy, who's in who's an Aussie, and it was a, a a gif of a Barbie doll laying on the ground and someone sh- setting shrimp on top of it. I think that's my favorite shrimp on the Barbie. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I was like, what is. the hell does that even mean? Our like our three Australian listeners are probably like those bastards. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. Uh, okay. Um, how did, I guess, so I know that the game week's not over, so, like, overall ranks don't mean a lot right now, but, um, I mean, you can kind of figure out how you did. How, how are you looking in terms of your team? Uh, looking, looking good. Uh, most likely, I'm going to end up, I guess, with 73 points, barring, like, a disaster. Um, but really the only guys that returned for my team are Trent, who's been an absolute stud, um, Sterling and Sala. So there's still things to change. I don't like Duffy and defense. Um, they looked so close to getting a clean against Leicester, which I was, I had a sneaky, sneaky suspicion that they could do it at home because they're so much better defensively at home, but, um, gave up a PK, Hazard's just been a mess. I mean, no one's going to get rid of him before Fulham, but I just don't know what to do with him. And then I don't like, I don't like having double Bournemouth attack anymore because of their their changes. I know we've talked about that a lot. I've just been doing surgery on my team to get like Sterling in, um, and now I'm trying to do surgery to get like better defense in. Although I don't know with the Christmas time or holiday. Hey, what are we calling it? Fixture, we decided. Fest, what are we calling it? Uh, season, seasonal changes. Mm, like I'm triggered now. I'm sorry. Uh, but I just don't know how high I should go with backs. Cause if they get rotated a lot, it's not really worth it. Yeah. So that's, that's the concern for me. But. Well, I mean, my advice would just be to continue to ask that question we talked about last week, which is when you make your transfer, if you had to be stuck with this player through game week 38, would you be okay with it? Um, And I think that that's, I think that's going to be important. I think making sure that you just have lots of players that play right. That are on the pitch most of the time. Um, You know, I don't know exactly how to do that. Like what the best move is, but I think there are players that are obviously more safe than others. Um, Except it's been a little tricky. Like a guy like Alexander Arnold, who's he's got sat for two game weeks because he bangs pregnant chicks and then he decides, you know, to to maybe lay off the pregnant ladies, and now he's back in the lineup full time. So it's hard to know exactly, like, will he be rotated? Will he not? I just think it's good to have coverage, and you'll be good to go. Yeah, I guess one player that interests me, but is really really risky, is uh, I can't even pronounce his name, but here we Fo- go, Foth, Foth from Tottenham, like, Foth, Foth. I think that's Foyth. how you say it. Okay. The, isn't I mean, he, uh, yeah, the, the young center back, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he started consistently. He gets up into the attack. I mean, I'm not But why? Why is he goals, starting, Jake? Why is he starting? Uh, I know. It's because of injuries and things. and but. <laughs> Injuries and things and stuff that happens, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I would be concerned with that, I mean, for sure. that So that would be, like, the type of player that I wouldn't bring in, like, we don't know the situation there. We don't have enough information. Could be a great punt. Also could blow up in your face. Yeah, fair. All right. Mine's changed. Whatever. Okay. Uh, do you have anybody else you want to talk about on your team? Uh, No. My team's, like, boring and not exciting. So Okay. I mean, mine is, too. I, you know, I, I'm going to finish on – so I'm on 86 right now. Hopefully I get a couple more points from Patricio and Bennett. So 86, 88, somewhere in there, which is an awesome week pretty insane um but same move sterling captain um trent big game robertson big game laporte with the clean um sala with a goal and then mitrovic who i think it was uh 
FPL, is it Chance, Dan, Dan on Twitter, who asked me, um, he said, did you like have something that you were looking at to keep Mitrovic or did you just like have to keep him, right? Like, did you have a stat that made you think he'd be good? And I was like, no, man, like I've just been trying to sort out other problems on my team. And then I got two goals from him. So I'm quite happy about that. Yeah, fair point. Although I would start like the manager's cat against Southampton. Like anyone could score the, ma- the manager's cat. <laughs> like that's not a saying either. Is that a? Ma- is, did you just make that up? Yeah, I just made that up. I don't know. Like I like that. Let's so we should use we should use that. I hope that okay. take it. You know what, Jake? That's like the first thing you've ever said that I feel like it might. You know, because the Brits like cat shagging. We figured that out last week. So maybe they'll. You know, maybe they like cat you know analogies yeah maybe we'll see hopefully it catches on oh one other player i i do want to bring up is arnie and i know they went against like a a buzzsaw of manchester city but i am very worried about that team um and if they are going to be able to take advantage of their fixture run like obviously i can't really get rid of him unless he for sure is injured but uh, well, he's just, okay. Well, let's know. just stop there. I mean, he is injured. He's playing. Yeah. He's playing, but he's hurt. Yeah. I mean, is Andy Carroll's back now? Right. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think he might have even. Did he get minutes this week? That I'm not a hundred percent sure. Yeah, on, I'd have to double so. check. But anyways, he. Um, you know, if, if when Andy Carroll's back healthy now. They'll have a reason to let Arnie sit and rest. He he needs to, right? The bone bruise is like really bad, and he can't even run. So we've said yeah, that it the looks last like he's like hobbling around the pitch. Yeah, so. we've said that the last couple of pods that he's just he's broken. Um. So, anyways, it, it's a it's a situation to definitely keep your eye on. I mean, they have this great fixture run, but if he's not able to play a game in and game out or play at a hundred percent, it's going to be hard to to keep your money invested in him. Yeah. So. Oh my God! They almost just banged a goal, goal line block there. Perfect. Perfect. Are you watching right now? Uh, no, I'm not watching because I'm just already disappointed. But that's okay. I just want to. I want a PK to be given up so Patricio can save it, and then he can drop kick it into the goal on the other end. On the other end. Yeah. So well, he's like hoping. So. Yeah, saved PK and goal in one play. Yeah, it could happen. You know, I'm right? imagining it happening. I don't see yeah. why. I, I can't see why it wouldn't. The expected yeah. goal there is pretty. You know, it's pretty likely. Pretty good. Um, so, who do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the the buzz saw that is Manchester City or the the buzz saw? Why are you calling it that now? Is that a new know, thing? Just, You've got all I, sorts of different little terms that you want to use, huh? Yeah, I I just feel like every team that goes up against them has like absolutely no shot, and it's like why even bother. Uh, watching the game, we should just be putting money on Manchester City every game that they play. So yeah, but the, the bookies know that too. I mean, yeah, the, the odds are like they're always two and a half or three goals for like in favor in every game. Yeah, that's fair. I guess. So, so. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess we can we can start with that. We're not going to do leaderboard uh, this week because things haven't updated yet. So sorry for those that had a good week. Um, two point oh, Jake. Say you do two point oh this time. Uh, two point oh. Good one. You you like to do like kind of a lower voiced O, huh? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I like to do a little higher. You know, like uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. You know, fair. yeah. They're they're yeah. close. Uh, uh, dive FPL. Don't want to jinx you, but you've got a chance at the 
triple figure game week. Well, thanks a lot. Oh, you jinxed me. Well done. Yeah. Looks like as you soon might. As you wrote this in, you fucked us. <laughs> yeah, off. go fuck yourself, man. <laughs> uh, looks like you might not have to mail that T-shirt after all. I have I have boosted up to second in the league. He he followed that up with I'm rooting for uh, Gautam seventy four twenty. Uh, just so I can hear you gouch about postage to Sri Lanka. I didn't know Gautam was from Sri Lanka. Uh, no, that's going to be great for us. I mean, that, that will literally be all of my savings to send a goddamn T-shirt to that part of the world. <laughs> yeah, not only are we going to have to pay for the T-shirt, but the shipping is going to be outrageous. Yeah, the well, shipping... you know what, 2.0? It's, you know what? It's fucking coming home. It's coming home. It's, uh... <laughs> it's fucking coming home. <laughs> yeah. So we're keeping that T-shirt. Yeah, we're gonna so. keep it. We're we're gonna wear it. It's gonna become like my going out on the town T-shirt. Nice. We should probably just get T-shirts anyways for each other. You know. Well, yeah, we're gonna have to make at least enough for each other either way. But all right, so. all right. Well, fuck everybody else. It's coming home. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's get into the buzzsaw that is city. Um. I mean, I don't know what is there to talk about. We. I mean, we know how good they are. Um, the last four game weeks, they've they've really gotten it going. At the beginning of the year, they they certainly were not clicking on all cylinders. Um, I don't know if it was a little World Cup or or last season hangover or what it was, but clearly uh, they are they are good to go here and they are are firing all, on all cylinders now. Um, the the I guess what we can talk about is which players do you need to have on your team last week we talked about kind of getting into the midfield a little bit more um you know we've talked about the assured starts of some of the defensive players uh you know we can start with that maybe so laporte um stones picked up or no stones did not pick up an injury did he no no i don't think so it was just automatically healthy now back into the side and stones got bumped uh laporte holds his spot, which I think is is really promising for the Laporte owners. Um, I almost had picked up Stones, actually, as a second uh, city defender. I lucked out on that one. Um, so so I think Laporte's a great pick if you want a defender. Um, outside of that, you know, Kyle Walker maybe. But other than that, there's going to be some rotation in the back line. So it uh, looks like all over the pitch we have to be careful. Yeah, I think, you know, last week I was a little bit more harsher on the triple city midfield attack as I thought we you would be losing points everywhere else. But I think with Aguero really not like putting away chances all the time away from home, um, getting subbed off sooner than anyone else who has him would like. I, I do actually think that now having Laporte, I'm actually disappointed because I am thinking, how am I going to get three midfielders from this team in? It's a little bit worrisome with the amount of fixtures and how much they'll get rotated, but I do also think we were talking about this with Sané. Now that Mendy is out for an extended period, he's probably more likely to get starts over right. there. And it still seems that Pep likes to use... Mahrez primarily off the bench. Um, so I'm looking to get Sterling and Sané, and I still am not a huge fan of Aguero based on the, the cost. I will say he is like the most assured forward to get you points and is going to surpass almost every other forward in the league except for Kane, which you have to pay more for. Um, and maybe Aubameyang, 
maybe he he's so hard too because you just don't know which games he'll return and which games he'll be playing you know where so yeah i so i never would have even considered sane but now with mendy out we we saw this it during the last little injury that mendy had um that sane really flew even all of last season right when mendy was out and um and sane really was was incredibly effective on that left wing um you know i i would i'm looking at on my team possibly going sterling and sane um david silva is another player that we talked about last week and i'm i've considered um but but with the mendy news that it's going to now be 12 weeks so at first they were it was being reported like six to eight weeks before and now they're saying more like 10 to 12 um i'm really interested in sane now uh to try to try to slide him into that position instead yeah, I, I mean, I completely agree. Otamendi's too expensive for me. Um, I guess, did Delph play left back? Probably. I, I don't would, know. I didn't get to watch I the match. I don't even know. That would yeah. be the other defender, I guess you could say, is probably going to consistently start for them and may get some returns. And it's not super expensive. But again, I think we primarily should be paying for Manchester City attack uh, just because of how they're doing. So Yeah, I, the thing is, like, Sané's not that expensive, no, he's 9.2. He's gone up a little bit recently, which and he'll, seems crazy because he's not owned by that many people. I don't understand how he's gone up in price because I think well, I owned him previously for under nine. But. Yeah, he'll and he'll jump. He's at 5% ownership. He'll jump again. He has returned, though, in every single game he started. It's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, even when I had him, I was just more disappointed because he was getting me like an assist a game, but... And now he's just like banging goals, like go figure as soon as you get rid of him. But yeah, he, he is close to a sure thing when he plays and he's definitely some, someone that we should be strongly considering. I, I mean, think about it. Sal is getting a goal a game, but you're paying yeah. how much more for him. So, you know, I'm considering getting rid of, uh, either Hazard or Salah, it, d- it depends, but one of those guys for two city midfielders. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, let's just go to Pool then because these are the top two scoring teams in the league, City and Pool. So uh, Pool, last week we talked a little bit about like triple pool defense as a potential option. I still think it's on the table. If you're not going to have Salah, why not have that like triple pool defense? I have double right now. Uh, returns from both those players, um, Robo and Trent are going to probably be two of like the top ten scoring or even maybe top five scoring defenders in the league this year. Um, you know, and then on top of it, Trent finally gets a goal. He's currently ranked third in scoring. Robertson's currently ranked second, um, and he's nine points behind Alonso. Alonso has eighty-seven points to lead all defenders. Uh, I mean, I think having a double Liverpool defense of Robertson Alonso pretty inexpensive uh and a great combo yeah I I like it a lot um I guess the question is who would that third guy be for you because it seems like Gomez and Lovren are getting rotated a lot would you rather go with uh Allison or would you take a risk on Lovren or uh Gomez yeah I mean I'd probably be looking at Allison um I think when Gomez is fit he's going to be in the side the other thing that you have if you take Gomez uh, is is that if Trent doesn't start, 
Gomez will. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, at right back. I, right. I agree with you on that. The other option, I guess I should have said too, is you could just pay <laughs> a little bit more premium for Van Dyke. But that's starting to get pretty expensive back there. Yeah, then you're starting to pay a little, maybe a little more than you want. But I guess, well, I guess Virgil's at six. You know, it's not like outrageous. No, and yeah. he's going to start every game. So, And then you get to say Virgil whenever you want. Yeah, so... Okay. Uh, I think that's how, enough for pool. I don't have any other yeah, thoughts. Yeah, nothing else to talk about. How about Fulham Metro trolling? Hilarious, am I right? Yeah, you just wanted to get that in there because you're yeah. the one guy that still owns him in FPL. Uh, 17% ownership. 17% uh, ownership. That's pretty, that's pretty fair, actually. So. He hadn't scored in one, two, three, four, five, six game weeks. Six game weeks. Then he got two for me. Now on seven goals for the year. Um, you know, it's interesting. I mean... Uh, we didn't talk about last pod, Claudio Ranieri, the Tinkerman, back. Yeah, that's true. We should have talked about that. And Schurler got a goal for them. So yeah. it looks like maybe a little bit of a manager boost, which we've talked about in the past. Yeah, I think it's probably a manager boost. I mean, they have some tough fixtures. Chelsea away. Then they have Leicester home. United away. It's going to be tough these next few for them. Um, but, you know, I just love Claudio Ranieri. I go to visit my mama. On the uh, airplane once a week, we have a pasta together. Well, and the other thing we should talk about, and we we brought it up in this pod already, is that the other budget forwards are a little bit worrisome. Like, Arnie's worrisome because of the injury. Wilson, not only schedule, but now that King's back. I mean, watching that Arsenal-Bournemouth game, he had some chances, and I think he'll continue to get that. But King King takes points from him. There's yeah. no doubt about yeah, it, does. and he yeah. takes away PKs. So Wilson's probably not as you know sure of sure of a thing moving forward. You know Jimenez for the price you're paying, he's worth it, I guess. But yeah. Wolves' offense is just not good. So there's no other way to say it. But I mean, yeah, I guess that said though, like, and we've argued this like most of the season, but I am going to just plug again for it. Why would you not just have like three forwards that are in that like six to seven range? I don't. I well, can't I'm, see an. I can't see an argument against it. I, Wilson at six point eight is the second overall scoring forward. Mitrovic at six point six is the fifth overall scoring forward. Murray, who I hate at six point seven, is the uh, seventh overall scoring forward. Jimenez five point nine eighth. Arnardovich, 7.1. He's ninth. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense to have to pay for premium forwards. I don't get it. Well, I think that's the thing we should talk about. I, I guess we talked about Aguero, but do you think Spurs, it, they're changing things. It's going to turn around and Kane's going to really be worth the price soon. Because he is down to 12.3. Still pretty expensive, but like, they look good. So. I, don't I know. guess he, the question he has is, seven goals. You... He has seven goals and two assists. It's the same as Mitro. I mean, I guess you know, Stain's, Kane's underlying stats are a little bit better, and of course, he plays on a way better team. They're going to create more scoring opportunities. He's obviously going to outscore him by the end of the year. But the question becomes like, if you know, he he's he costs six million more than Mitrovic. He costs yeah. five million more than than Wilson. Like, is I don't know. Is that? Can you justify it? I guess if you know Kane at some point is going to is going to score some more goals. He's got seven goals through thirteen matches. That's far below the clip that he's used to scoring. 
Uh, if you look last year, he scored 29 goals. The year before, 29 goals. The year before, 25 goals. So, you know, he's he's going to at some point pick up his scoring. But I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. I, I know a lot of people online are talking about getting Spurs assets in because they have a, a really good run of fixtures. They also have a ton of fixture congestion. Um, but I just can't figure it out. I, I can't see any way that I'm bringing those players in. Yeah, that's fair. I'm not. I'm not sure either. It's not something I'm going to do immediately, but something I'm keeping an eye on. I should say at the very least. Well, so. of course you're keeping an eye on it, Jake. God. Well, I guess I'm. I'm more on the side of I think that it it may be worth it because I think Mitrovic's goals aren't going to keep coming like this. Arnie's. If Arnie was healthy, I would argue like he need. He's like almost a must own for these next like eight to 10 game weeks, but with him not playing at full capacity and, and I just don't think that Wilson's going to keep up. I think, I think his points are slowly going to just keep declining. I think now would be the time to go with a premium guy like Kane who starts almost every match and they have a good set of fixtures and he gets a ton of bonus points and he's on PK. So I think now would be the time to argue a player like that, especially if they get knocked out of champions league. Yeah. I, I, uh, I understand what you're trying to say. I just can't. I can't get on board with the price. I'm having a really hard time with it. It's okay. so expensive, and I I don't see the value in forwards just because of their reduced points for goals scored. Uh, they also tend to perform pretty poorly on BAPS. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm. Right. Maybe I'm, yeah, maybe maybe I'm being a little close-minded. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I guess we will, won't we, Jake? We will. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Uh, We've got a handful of questions that we're just going to do in the second half of the pod. Talk a little bit about game week 14. Uh, Stay tuned. Welcome back. Wolves just brought on Triore. The guy needs a bigger jersey, don't you think, Jake? Or is it the right size for him? I think it's perfect size. So extra small. Extra small. Yeah. Yeah. Better aerodynamics. Is it better aerodynamics? I I mean I guess yeah it's it definitely looks like his arms are going to rip the shirt at some point. Yeah, he's definitely like if I made a most jacked FPL team, he would just be in there just because of jersey size. Yeah, who did he also, come on think, for? Did he pull Jimenez off? Oh, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm um, not really paying attention. It's just on in the background. I didn't see. But it. I think him and Kamara would be like my top two players, like must own. Week on a week to week basic, Kolasinac would also probably be on my team just because of sheer shoulder size. Oh, you mean like if we did like a if we did like a biceps eleven? You mean yeah, biceps eleven. <laughs> so. uh, one of the other pods, I think, um, like Planet FPL or whatever they're called. Uh, I think it's them. They do a or somebody else, or maybe it's FPL Sauce and those guys. Uh, but anyways, so somebody else does a handsome eleven. They have a team oh, that's nice. like the best eleven looking players. That's a pretty good huh. idea. Yeah, that would be that. Well, I'd have to think about that, but that's that's a good good thought. So Mo would not be on my team. Sorry, Mo. Why? I just I don't, I don't know. It's the you got hair, something man. against Egyptians? No, I don't know. I just don't think he's that you know good looking. I don't know. That's, that's fair. I would. I think we should do a biceps eleven. Triori yeah. would definitely. He's first right there. I think he just hit a guy in the stomach, punched him. It was good. Good punch. I think Kamara would be first for me. Try or second, but sure. Mm. 
All right. Well, that's fair. I, I'd love to see the two of those those guys fight at some point. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. So. Okay. All right. Let's uh, let's pop it here. We've got some game week questions for fourteen, um, and I guess we'll we'll answer them as best we can. Some of them do have to do with like. You know, we, we don't necessarily have all that data because the game week's not done, but we'll just we'll fly through them anyways. Uh, Mark wrote a couple questions in, but we'll start with one of them. Is it time to go three five two and pump an obscene amount of cash into the midfield? So a strategy question. Three five two, Jake. More money being put into the midfield. What are your initial thoughts on it? I would say, Mark, I'm already on that man. So that's that's been my goal. Uh, I think it's actually come off pretty well. Um, you know, Sal is returning at the steady clip that we expect him to. Sterling's a good idea. I think the question is, can we do better? And I think for me, it's yes with Sané and my team right now. So uh, I don't think Mane is a good choice. I know he got an assist. I just, I his underlying stats just scare me. But, you know, he is bound to have those games where he'll get two goals. And I don't know. But I think to me... My midfield, I, I for sure want Sterling and Sané right now, and then Hazard or Salah, depending. I want to give Hazard a little bit more time, um, just because he tends to get so much more bonus points, and he's on PKs. Yeah, but yeah, I I do agree. I think three five two is the way to go, or even you know sometimes a four five one. So yeah, so I guess my big thing is just value. So. I don't know that like we should say it's time to go to this formation. I I do I've said that like on our preseason pod as well. I, I think that it's really about maximizing value. So depends on where you want to find that value, but I currently think that there is more value uh staying away from forwards. So I'm like this last week I had five at the back. Um you know, it worked out relatively decently, I think. Um, I think this next week I'm probably going to do a 5-4-1 uh, just based off of matchups. Um, I, I don't know that you necessarily have to um, stick yourself with a certain formation, but that second part of it, putting more money into the midfield, I do think that there's uh, good value with some defenders and then getting into, like, City, that City midfield is obviously going to help you. So, yeah, I think put more cash into the midfield, um, take more cash out of that forward position, uh, and and try to use it to maximize points per million throughout your team. Uh, all right, that's my two cents. Let's keep moving. FPL Chancellor Dan, he just talked about what we just talked about. He asked Kane, Game Week 15, etc., Arsenal, Game Week 16. Um, so kind of looking at forward Tottenham and Arsenal have some some good fixtures coming up. Um, you had already mentioned that Spurs might be knocked out of Champions League or are looking like they will be, meaning that their fixture congestion lessens. Uh, I don't know, like, I guess I need to, to see one or two games out of Spurs to feel better about them. Uh, and Arsenal, I... You know how do how can we ever pick an Arsenal player? The lineups like like Lacazette didn't make the team today. I know that he picked up an injury. Ozil didn't start. Ramsey didn't start. It's like how can you even pick Arsenal as a, Arsenal players as a team? Yeah, the one surprising thing, which I would have never really guessed this until it was announced today, is that Aubameyang is now tied atop the table for most goals in the Premier League. Um, so I guess he would be the one player you could argue. I just 
I hate that because he's marked as a forward, and a lot of times for this team, he's playing as a left winger. Yeah. Um, or like 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 in a four four two three one, like kind of off to the left behind Lacazette. So I would agree. Like Arsenal's a lot a lot riskier to me and. I would not go with any of their midfielders. Ozil, just underlying stats aren't there. He doesn't play every game. Um, and the rest of those players just have been kind of disappointing. I think Awobi is someone to keep an eye on. But again, too, he just he gets rotated too much. So Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm not saying that Arsenal is necessarily a bad pick. It's just, especially going into the festive fixtures here, where there's suddenly a lot of congestion, it's hard to justify those players if you're not sure that they're going to be playing uh and spurs uh, you know they've they've had some good results this year it's it's just i don't know that from an fpl's perspective that they've been very good i need to see a little bit more from them i know you say that you've you're boning out to kane right now but um i don't know i, I can't no, i just think that team is clicking um and i think that they're an interesting differential to consider i agree it's like we need to see a little bit more from them but they finally started like their lineup that i've been waiting for them to play like the whole season like with yeah. kane uh alley behind erickson on one side son on the other and they dismantled a pretty good chelsea team i've i've still been on the the side that says chelsea's defense is overrated the camp um the camp, the boat, whatever you want to say. I yeah. think their defense is overrated. And I think this this result was coming for them, but you know, no one's done it yet until Spurs. So yeah. they're just someone to keep an eye on. Okay, all right, that's what we'll do then, Jake. If that's what you want, that's what we'll do. I guess I would say I I would be if I had nothing else to deal with and was looking to change things up a little bit to gain ground. Spurs assets like. Even Erickson or like an Alley, or if you could spring the money for Kane, I would I would go for it right now. I mm. would th- I would go for it. Mm, so. mm, mm. I'm not doing it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm Jake. Okay. Yeah. 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 Mm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Nothing else to add. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Good. Yeah. I'm an idiot. I'm Jake. All right. Moving on. Uh, Mark, does Aguero really have a problem playing away from home? Or are we all jumping to conclusions? Aguero's statistics away from home, especially his goal scoring record, is uh, incredibly reduced to the normal clip that we're used to. I I guess that's something that I, I mean. Obviously, we know statistically that players tend to be better uh, at home versus away. Um, but Aguero, it's a pretty stark contrast. Um, you know, almost to the point where it's like, like you can't hardly believe that his goal scoring record is so terrible at home. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, is it something that we need to, like, if you're a manager that has Aguero, do you not captain him in a good fixture because he's away from home? Yeah, I would avoid captaining him. I, I guess it doesn't make sense unless you don't have Sala or Sterling or Hazard question mark, unless they have really bad fixtures. Um, just because you get so many more points, I, I think captaining forwards is always a little bit more of a risk. You don't get the clean sheet point. You get one less point for a goal. Um, and Aguero seems to be subbed off sooner yeah. than those other players. So to me, yeah, I think he's a good player, but I would avoid captaining him. I think it's bad luck that he's been so poor away from home. I don't think it's like, I don't think it's like him. 
Yeah, so. I, I need to look at that. I haven't actually looked at like his home versus away underlying stats, uh, so I probably can't really speak to that like fairly. But um, you know, goal scored, it, yeah, pretty that speaks volumes in, in yeah. that this regard. So uh, yeah, I, I don't think that we're um, I don't think that we're jumping to conclusions. I think he's bad away from home. Yeah, let me take this next one. Uh, are we in denial about Arnie's poor condition slash form because of how good his fixtures are about to become? This is from Brad Francis. Is that a new writer, by the way? Yeah, I've never, I've, I've not heard from Brad before. Brad Francis sounds like a, he yeah. could be a poet, right? Yeah, or like a really good FPL manager because I completely agree with him. Um, that <laughs> a really yes, good we... FPL manager, he could be that too. Yeah, we we are in denial. Jake, like, he listens to our pod. He can't be that good. <laughs> I don't know. That that depends. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I am no longer in denial. Like, I think I was one of the first people on this train when I watched him. Oh, you're on a train now. Yeah, I'm on a train now. <laughs> Here so. we go. Yeah, so <laughs> all <laughs> modes of transportation. Uh, yeah. I, I just, yeah, what, I forget what game it was, but... I think it was when they played Burnley. They scored four goals, and Arnie just looked lucky to be in any sort of returns in that game. And I've just been concerned ever since. So yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm on the hang glider that says that you know Arnie is really in a rough rough position right now. Yeah, like if Arnie was on a hang glider, he'd be like basically holding on by a pinky right now. Yeah, so. you you could say that I'm on the jet ski. That Arnie is really uh, hurt. He's super. He's super injured right now. Yeah. Well, I like all those modes of transportation. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm. In, I'm on the uh, the Razor scooter that Arnie's <laughs> Arnie's struggling at the moment. So. Oh man, I love the scooters out here, dude. Yeah, they don't have those in Wisconsin because it snows too much. But yeah, you guys have like the um, you have like the ones you can just the electric ones, right? That you can just pick yeah. up like from the street. Do you have those ones? Yeah, it's so great. It's like Do you, you use them? Go, yeah, you can get like three miles in no time on those things, and they're really cheap, much cheaper than an Uber or Lyft. So. Really? Plus, you get to ride a scooter. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Do you get so. to use the uh, Do you use the bike lanes when you ride those? Yeah, you're supposed to be on the street. A lot of people use the sidewalks, and I I have like this urge to like knock them off the scooter because oh. they just like right run right. right you and right. like get in your way and it's like it even says like on the scooter when you're about to use it like please use the roads like use a helmet which i mean obviously no one's gonna do that yeah i like when you i like when the dark side of you dark side jake comes out i feel like emperor palpatine good good yeah. you know like I, I feel good yeah you should hurt them you should you should push them in traffic next time yeah all right yeah. maybe i'll consider it so. yeah you didn't follow the scooter rules you're fucking dead now enjoy that okay let that be a lesson to anyone doesn't listen to the rules okay uh moving on Cy, the fantasy guy uh we love Cy. do you fantasize about two-footing your mother-in-law when she visits like i do or is jake that person in your life oh this is a question specifically for me um okay do i fantasize no i don't fantasize about two-footing my mother-in-law my mother-in-law is uh is an angel she's very nice uh i wouldn't do that I've, I guess I've never, maybe in college I thought about two-footing you a few times. What? Why? Why would you do that? Well, I don't know. I mean, we weren't, we weren't like, you know, when we first started rooming together, I didn't really like you. Yeah, but two-footing me? It was yeah, that bad? I mean, I mean, you're kind of a little bitch, you know, so yeah. Yeah. 
I two foot oh, you. Wow, wow! I would have never two footed you. You you might have. There were some times when you got angry. I don't know if I would have. Yeah, I don't know if I would have done that to you though. Yeah, these days though, now you'll two foot somebody on a scooter. Yeah, I would two foot someone on a scooter that's on a sidewalk for sure. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, an FPL captain choice for next week looks full of good candidates. Discuss. We're gonna we'll hold that side. We're, we'll do that cor- kind of towards the end of the pod. So, um, th- yeah, that's gonna be. Oh my god, I don't know who I'm gonna pick. That's we won't get into it now. But anyways, okay. Uh, oh, I get to do the 2.0 this time. Two point. Oh, oh. oh. Is this the week the template was broken and will FPL become a lot harder? I'd like to start off with this, okay? Because I hate the idea of the template. I think it's goofy. Um, the Every year, everyone has relatively the same players. The, there's about like, like in any one given moment, there's like five or six players that kind of go, I guess become bandwagon maybe, that like people kind of get on or get off. But this whole idea of like that there's a template that everybody's following a template. I don't, I guess I don't really get it. Like, am I wrong in thinking that? I I think that everybody has about the same, maybe 25 players. Yeah, no, I don't think there's a template. I don't think you're wrong in thinking that. So yeah, I I guess, I mean, maybe I think what people think is, or I think the way the, the, the reason people think that there's a template is that early in the year, like on Twitter, um, a lot of like the Twitter sphere tends to kind of like follow similar, you know, what I mean, like a similar outline or template, if you will, right? Like that, a lot of people have have similar teams. But in terms of like the overall, just because of like the price of players, you know, I know that there's some really high ownership guys, but I don't know that there is necessarily a template. And I think the argument has been made that this template is broken because Spurs performed. Is that probably right? yeah maybe i guess is the question yeah that would be the biggest change this week i would agree so. yeah yeah i don't know i i don't want to get into it too much I, I i guess maybe there is a template and i'm just ignorant to the fact but you know like my team i've been pretty good most of the year i have a handful of high ownership players i have a handful of not so high ownership players i'm a relatively safe player so you would think that like my team would be pretty close to that template but you know i don't really understand what the template even is so also if fpl is going to become a lot harder i'm i'm absolutely screwed i don't know about (laughs) you it's hard enough for me already but whatever fpl is hard it's always hard mostly luck yeah uh all right bobby love hazard trolling again worth our patience or time to consider alternatives think this is mostly due to Murata playing over Giroud. Giroud playing gave hazard more freedom so i'll just start with that comment and then let me hear what you think about this so uh so some sort of stat i think the stat came out that when Murata is on the pitch with hazard hazard hasn't scored a goal in open play i think that that i said that correctly um so it's like this out that's kind of outrageous right like Murata starts hazard play is, is playing poorly Giroud starts um you know hazard seems to combine with him a lot a lot better um so what do you think is is it time to look away from hazard we've talked the last two pods three pods i think about how you know he tends to go on these long streaks where he doesn't score goals or get fpl points is it time to look elsewhere let him go I just can't do that with his fixtures. If you look for game weeks 14 through 22, he has one of the top, like, 
seven, one of the top seven, maybe, or eight. Like, Man City at home. That's the only fixture where I'm like, oh, I don't really, I'm not super excited about starting him. But he goes against Fulham, Southampton, Newcastle, all at home within those four out of those eight game weeks. So I have to give him a chance. I think it's a really good point that Murata does take a lot more away from him. And I am starting to wonder why Murata keeps playing. I just don't see it. He's been a failure since coming to the Premier League. And I would much rather see Giroud playing up top. I think Sarri does need to switch his system around a little bit. Also, Barkley seemed to energize this team a lot more and now that he's back off i don't i don't know if that's part of the problem i haven't been scrutinizing chelsea as much but it's an interesting point yeah i i actually agree with both your points completely barkley when he was on the pitch was seems to be way more positive sorry's even said that he likes kovacic because he's a little bit more defensive but i think that's what chelsea needs right they need another attacking player outside of Hazard. Murata is not that guy. And, uh, you, you know, I think what Giroud offers is kind of like more of a, a traditional target man for Hazard to run off of and play off of. And Giroud, due to his ability in the air, really occupies like so many center backs um, and helps helps Hazard be allowed to play a little bit more 1v1 against uh, players on the outside of the pitch. Or even when he cuts inside, the center backs aren't able to step and contest him because they have to, to hang with Giroud. Murata just doesn't demand that respect with his play. No, Drew is like one of the last or like the best true target forwards in this league. I mean, he's not like a Kane where he's much more dangerous at other aspects of the game, but he can control the ball so well and plays very very well out of the air to other players on the team. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little... Giroud always just confuses me. I mean, this isn't so much an FPL conundrum, but um, he's always kind of confused me. Like, even at Arsenal, he'd start for, like, a number of games, then he'd be off the bench, then he wouldn't play. You know, it's 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 almost as if teams don't want to play with that target man anymore. I don't know. Like, the systems don't match, or they don't think the system matches his style of play. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, the one thing I will say is that if any team should play with that player, it seems like Chelsea with, yeah. you know, yeah. um, Hazard and Willian and Pedro running off of him, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, moving on. Vale, another Chelsea question. I don't know Vale either. I think new new writer inner. Uh, cool. Welcome, Vale. Uh, Alonzo, brace against Fulham. That might be a bit wishful thinking, but um, hold your Chelsea assets against Fulham at, uh, at home. That could be a good deal, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can do this one. Uh you just want to say point, it, don't you? Yeah, I just want to say okay, it. Uh, yeah, two good. point uh Oh, okay, you matter? went with the high uh. Yeah. yeah you can yeah, do okay. oh, oh. Dude, dude, I don't even I don't even think our mics picked it up at the end there. Um <laughs> Okay, two point oh could do with covering this in the pod. Uh for many people has greater than Raz. Is the, I think oh, he's saying has, has two, two Raz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, is the obvious move. Yeah, if you don't want to do a lot of surgery, that would be the obvious move. But we just talked about why that's kind of a disappointing... That's a that's an expensive lateral move, I feel. Um, it's just hard to get rid of him when they go against Fulham, who's just defensively not good. Um, and they have such great fixtures during this run. Also, we know Hazard doesn't... We didn't talk about this, but Hazard doesn't play 
in um, Europa, and they basically have Europa locked right now. So he's not going to be as tired as a lot of these other players like Man City and Liverpool and, and Man United that are having to play in Champions League. Yeah, so, so Sterling played like 76 minutes or something this week or 73 minutes, which means says to me that he is certainly going to be starting and playing in the Champions League match on, uh, I believe they play Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and so he will have played uh, Saturday and then Wednesday, and then he's playing again uh, this next week, whereas Hazard has this whole week off. Yeah, so I, I think that's the easy move to make, but not the best move, and even maybe taking... I know you're you're not going to like this statement, but go. maybe taking a hit or holding and then making the move the following week would be the better option. So that's, yeah, that's more what I'm thinking. Like I've said that I might dump Hazard, but I think I'm going to hold him through this week. I get a little nervous that like I want to go Hazard to Sané. Like that breaks the advice that we were just giving at the top of the pod, not chasing points. Hazard has a great fixture uh, against a team that has shipped a ton of goals uh, why would you dump him? And if he if he if it doesn't work out, right? If he doesn't score, you still made a good calculated choice. Yeah. So, but on the other hand, like you said, Hazard to Raz has to Raz is uh, is the simple move there and doesn't tear your whole team up. So I guess you have to weigh those those ideas. Yeah, I I would honestly be in. The thinking that even Salah... What mode of Raz, transportation would you be? Uh, I was trying to avoid it, but I, mm. I would say a tram, maybe like... A tram? Or like, yeah, like, what do you call the, like, a, the ski tram, you know? Oh, the thing, the like a ski lift? Ski lift, yeah. Like uh, a that's lift. a good, good mode of transportation. We, you know, do, do you know that I live, like, at the foothills of a ski hill? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. There, it, Why, we don't know... We don't have a lot of snow on the ground, but they make snow. So there's all this snow now, and uh, the, the yeah, they're running right now. I was going to say, why haven't I been invited to go skiing? Do you like skiing? Yeah, I think it's really fun. I'm not good at oh. it, but I'm not like atrocious. Oh, I don't, I don't ski. I, I refuse no. to downhill ski because all the knee injuries, people's knees yeah. just the, literally explode. they explode. Like the entire knee has. Just, it looks like somebody took a hand grenade and and duct taped it to somebody's knee. That's like what it looks like every time someone goes skiing. Yeah, fair point. Uh, but but on this ski lift, I would be considering Salah to uh, Raz more after Liverpool's fixtures get a little bit more challenging. Yeah. Um, they go at home Everton and away Burnley, but then away Bournemouth, home Man United, away Wolves, and it doesn't really get that much easier for a little bit. Um, that's, that's a thought. So also risky because of how Sal is just returning at a steady clip, but yeah. something to consider. Okay. Uh, FPL Narwhal, Richarlison, Defouk? I think he's frustrated with Richarlison's performance. I can explain this one to Narwhal. It's because I brought him in, so I apologize. That's not how the game works, Jake. <laughs> or is it? It's definitely not. Nobody. You're, there's 6 million other players. that Nobody gives a fuck if you brought richarlison in or not uh yeah i don't know i mean i will say that i was reading that 
for the UK Football Scout, which I like that website a lot. They put a lot of great articles on. Um, Richarlison was the most picked by like the, the masses at like 33% for captains. And when you read like the last eight game weeks, he wasn't even in the top 20 for shots on target. Yeah. So that's where like Richarlison's challenging. He When he tends to shoot this season, he is scoring at a much better clip than when he was at Watford. He's just not getting a lot of shots. So Yeah, his, he's averaging 2.4 shots per 90, which um is not that's not high. Gilfie Sigurdsson is averaging more at 2.6. Yeah. So, so, yeah, this is where I mean, yeah, we let's just pause and talk about this just for one second. Uh a lot of people did pick Richarlison as a captain choice for this week. Um, and, you know, I'm never going to say to somebody like, you're an idiot for, you know, for going with your gut. But the issue is you need to, you really need to make picks based off of the statistics or the numbers that you have available to you. And there's really nothing that suggested that Richarlison was the best pick this week. I, I don't really understand, like, where people even got that idea. I I would say that due to opponent Cardiff being very bad at the back uh, yeah. away from home, that would be a, a thought. But also Cardiff has defensively been a lot better. Um, but that's where I think a lot of people probably got confused um, and were leaning more toward a player like Richarlison. Yeah. So that, but that's so that then we could talk about like how one piece of data isn't enough to like make that decision. Right, I so agree. Yeah. like you're going ahead and you're saying like, okay, the fixture is the reason I'm making the pick, but like Everton have played other shitty teams this year, and Richarlison hasn't necessarily like produced a bunch of shots against those teams either. Yeah, he might have scored some goals, but you have to have a lot of shots in order to get goals. That's how soccer works for those that don't like stats. So, like the fact that he only is averaging 2.4 shots per 90. You know, even like putting the people that have a problem with XG, like put that aside. He doesn't shoot the ball enough to score. It's that simple. He's going to have goals going forward, of course, because Everton are a decent attacking side. And Richarlison's a good attacking player. It's just their style of play and his style of play does not favor a high amount of opportunities for him. Yeah, no, I concur. Also, Aaron Moy just banged a free kick. He's now in my top five for most hated FPL players. Wait, he just scored? Yeah, he scored off a free kick. Oh, my stupid feed is behind. God damn it. Yeah, well, get ready for it. So it's going to go in. Near post, too. Thanks a lot, Jake, for ruining that excitement. Oh, that pisses me off. Fucking Moy. (laughs) I know, right? God Uh, damn. Uh, So it goes. What are you going to do? You can't. Not everything goes your way uh, in FPL. Nothing's did this week, so I shouldn't whine. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. All right. Oh, last all right. one. The free kick just line. It's lining the free kick up. Oh god. Uh, all right. Well, oh, I'll take the last one while you watch okay. that stupid go goal go in. Uh, Emma from FPL thoughts on Spurs best picks. We talked about this briefly, but I think we should give our one player that we would most likely want to bring in. Um, if like say we were just like wild carding and had to choose from anybody. So okay, who's yours? Uh, I personally think. I would go Erickson based on consistency. I'd go Allie based on sex tape. Okay. That's fair. So I mean I've seen the dude get his dick sucked, you know? Like I'm picking him for my team. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I mean I feel like we're brothers, you know? Like 
I feel like I was in that room with him, giving him a high five. Yeah. All right. Is that a good reason to pick a player in FPL? Probably not, but so he's probably got the high one of the higher expected dick sucks in the league. <laughs> yeah. He also scored a goal and got an assist last game week too, so that's a good reason as well. Oh, what the fuck was that goal, Jake? I just saw Dude, it. I don't know. Well, I'm not going to tell you what happens, uh, but I will let you know Aaron Moy is currently on a free kick again. This <laughs> one's a little bit harder to score from, though. So the other see. one was from a difficult position. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, you missed that. Emma FPL also wrote, be kinder to Jake. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. Look, right underneath. Wow. Yeah, she tweeted that. Be kinder. So she said, thoughts on Spurs best picks and then be kinder to Jake. Bobby Love then wrote in, ignore this. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bobby Love strikes again. That's yeah. a cute little free kick, but Patricio got a hand to it and pushed it into his own side net. What a piece of shit. All right. Uh, so two point, was that 2.0 that it asked us? Somebody asked us about uh, captain shouts. This is super tough. Uh, game week for captains um we've got city at home against bournemouth uh chelsea at home against fulham uh who else liverpool at home against everton so i think you're probably picking a player from one of those three teams i would guess that Salah, sterling hazard and aguero will be obviously the top four captain picks um obviously we need some time to like figure this out exactly jake but roughly right now who do you like uh, I like Hazard because of rest. So form is a little bit scary, um, but Fulham are so bad. I just I don't. I feel like Hazards do. Yeah, I Liverpool, like we had said earlier, is, have not been scoring a ton lately, um, and Everton have been a little bit better at the back. Not good, but uh, certainly better lately. Um, you know, City have a lot of fixture congestion here. Uh, I like. I think I like Hazard as well, and and maybe it'll be like the perfect goodbye for me, right? Like he plays this last week, and then I let him go. Yeah, maybe. If you love so. something, you have to let it go. And I fucking yeah. hate Hazard. I hate him, so I'm I'm willing to just fuck him off my team as fast as I can. Yeah, I'm actually surprised that he made it onto your team. I know you don't like have those like hard and fast rules. Like I'll never own this player, but if there was one player that you'd have that rule for, I feel like it would be. Yeah, Hazard. it's probably Hazard. Yeah, fucking yeah, hate so. him. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, I think my advice to managers out there uh, will be to definitely wait till you have some info on pressers, like to to know that players are playing for that captain pick. And um, I would definitely pay attention to the midweek games um, to to just kind of see like who gets lots of minutes. It might help you kind of decide on who you want to play there, because um, obviously you want your captain to play as many minutes as as he can. Wait, what uh, are your plans though? plans for the week myself yeah uh you know i gotta gotta work tomorrow um probably gonna get no, some for, bike rides in at some point in the FPL week team. no one cares about your everyday activities i think there's people that care about my everyday activities jake okay i yeah. live a pretty exciting life um yeah. anyways uh okay um plans for the week i've not 100 percent decided yet i have the money in the bank to dump camera and bring another striker in so that i have three playing strikers um you know maybe looking at like uh if ings gets over his injury or um jimenez for wolves something like that um i do want to have three playing strikers going into the festive period um the festivus excuse me period i've also considered um just holding for the week and then maybe 
you know, doing that hazard move and distributing some funds the week after. Uh, I haven't decided yet. I kind of got to look at my my potential lineup options to, to maximize points. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Um, I'm thinking of dumping Frazier because, I again, I don't like two assets from Bournemouth. But who I'm are you going to bring? A... Yeah, who do you bring for him? That's the problem. I mean, I have a little bit of money now, so I could go Martial, but we talked about the thought behind a player like that. I could go up to Silva. I am just off of Sané and Ali by, like, a little bit of money. So I know you're going to hate this, but I'm very tempted to make a double switch. Um, Take a hit. Yep. And free up some funds with a defender, maybe, and then go to him. But I have to, I have to wait and see. So I don't really like that either because my defense is so poor to begin with. Well, I'm on. I'm going to be honest. I'm on the lawnmower. That hits really are not the way to go. But yeah, yeah no. you do what you want to do. I just think Sane is so much better than a player like Martial, uh, Richarlison, even Silva right now. I you think, think he's that Sané... much better than David? Yes, I I do. I think okay. so. I think he'll consistently exceed Silva's expectations. But I will say, if I if you made me make a decision right now, it would just be Frazier to Silva. That's probably what I would do. All right. So. Well, you're a big boy. You can make your own decisions. You're grown up. Yeah. So if you want to do it, you can do it. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. Well, we're running long here. We should uh, we should wrap our pot up. Um, shout outs. Where can people follow us, Jake? Um, they can follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL. Keep those questions coming. Um, we really appreciate them. Gives us stuff to do on the pod. And then Instagram, the art of the dive. Also, check out our website at divefpl.com. Um, we need to post some content on there. It's been a little Yeah, bit, we've, so. not, we've not been good about posting stuff. We just haven't had as much time and also haven't had as much content. So Yeah having to visit the fam and everything so or in my case like not the family family because they don't want to see me yeah um and then they can also check us out on facebook okay uh and then downloading our pod uh and make sure you subscribe itunes soundcloud stitcher google play podbean player fm the podcast app pocket cast excuse me app uh yeah anywhere that you can you can find podcasts we're basically there uh anything else to add jake before we wrap this bad boy up no, I don't think so. So get ready for a Patricio goal here. I'm feeling it. Yeah, I hope so. Okay, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die.